Hello, Polyamp fam, and welcome to Hot Tub Poly Talk. I didn't know we started. Yeah. We're just going to jump right into the pool, which is where we're at because it's the middle of July and it's hot as balls. And when we say hot as balls, we are in the Pacific Northwest, so it's like 80. No, it's got to be like 95. I don't know. Or 300 degrees. Yes, that's what it feels like. It, it is. I got my motorcycle back. You did? I had some tires put on it. I don't have the time to work on the bike myself because I work a lot. So I took it into the shop like a not true biker <laughs> so that I could get some work done on it. Someone else do the work. So I just got my bike back and took it for a quick spin mostly to go grocery shopping. <laughs> because I live a hardcore biker life. <laughs> and came back and Miss Bella was already in the pool. Yep. So it seemed like the perfect time to have our hot tub poly talk. Which, I mean, technically it's still a hot hot tub because it's hot <laughs> right above the water where the sun hits. Yes, yes. So we're good. And I mean, you know, to be fair, it is the final day of my birthday weekend. And so... I'm pretty much doing what I want today. Yes. So, in the pool I went. And this is a perfect place to be. And I'm ready to record because we have topics lined up and we've got this great show planned for you <laughs> at another time. Not today. Today, we're just going to sit and bullshit and we're going to drink and we're going to talk. And you're wearing my really pretty glitter sun hat. Hey, 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 don't call that out. It protects your beautiful face. That I've grown accustomed to. This face is <laughs> impervious to damage. I feel like we need to fix that fence. Did you hear it swaying in the wind? It yeah. was creaking? Yeah. Uh, it's all good right now. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, no biggie. There's nothing wrong with the fence. <laughs> so, I was thinking. Uh, yeah, oh no. I know. It's, ow, something, I'm sitting on something. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> How you doing? That was last Forget night. about it. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, your little spank fest. You like that one. Oh, no, I think the neighbor's going to start their lawnmower right in front. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, well see. let's see what we can get done for we'll that we'll happens. see. It might be a short episode. Yeah, <laughs> like a little teaser. Yeah. No, he's leaving. Oh, okay. It's, it's not like that one weekend that the neighbor down the way was mowing their lawn with just a weed the eater. weed eater on the, the whole, whole yard. <laughs> Good job, fella. Yeah, so, I mean, we're thinking about it. It's summertime. People go on vacations and they do things. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, what's... Last summer, two summers ago now, man, we took a few trips. We went up to Seattle for Crypticon. Yep. We went up to Federal Way for Wild Waves. Yep. So we, we took a couple little mini road trips, and then last year we went to the coast for my birthday. Yep. This year we went down to California. Yep. What other vacation? <laughs> yep. What other vacation-y type trips do you want to do this summer? All of them. I know, but what does that mean? I would still like to go camping. I want to have a little poly camping trip. Yes. I'm, I'm never quite sure how where you really stand on the camping thing. I want to I want to have a camping trip. Okay, me too. Like before the summer ends, I want to invite some of our poly folk, maybe some, I don't know, potential partner types, some bonding type, I don't know. 
however, however you want to say it. People that you want to spend time around a fire pit under the stars and get to know. And get drunk with. Yes. Or, I mean, you know, you don't have to get drunk <laughs> to have a good time. Alcohol is bad. And for clean living, you really want to have a balanced diet with plenty of fruits and vegetables. Drink lots of water. Water is important. probably another podcast out there that you should listen to for that. Uh, <laughs> we don't have that podcast. No. We... Oh, you mean like something someone else put on? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go find the Healthy Food yeah. Living podcast. I'm sure there's one out there, and there's a lot of great podcast hosts all over the world. Yep. So, yeah, find that. We are going to drink and camp and play in the pool. Yes. That's what I want to do. Yeah. I have not done a lot of camping since being in Washington, and it makes me sad. However, uh, when I lived in Wyoming, we did a lot of camping, and it was camping, camping. Like, Well, and that's where I wasn't sure if you wanted to camp. I feel like you've, like, written off Wyoming. Well, I have, but, I mean, like, there's parts of Wyoming you can't take out of me. Right, right. You know, don't say anything about wrecking. I swear to hell. I didn't say anything. (laughs) There are certain parts of Wyoming that are ingrained. They're a part of me. Like, I I grew up in Wyoming and Montana, and so, yes, I am a little bit of a country boy at heart as much as I don't like to admit it. Yeah. But camping is something I did enjoy a lot. In Wyoming, you didn't have campgrounds in the sense of here's lot number 37 and you pull your RV in there and you have a community gazebo enclosure with a full kitchen and there's indoor plumbing in this campground and oh and here's a big screen TV and that's glamping no no glamping's those little silver pop up trailers glamping is glam like glamour anything where they've got the RVs and they've got toilets and showers and kitchens and the TV on the outside of their RV. Okay, that's, so... That's glamping. I'm used to load the truck up with everything you need because you're going to need things, including a shovel <laughs> to dig the hole because you're going to have to go to the bathroom somewhere. <laughs> so, I mean, I am not 20 anymore and roughing it isn't something that I'm like, yeah, that's what you got to do. I'm cool with indoor plumbing. I am a fan of indoor plumbing, <laughs> actually, surprisingly enough. So I, I wouldn't mind a campground where it's like, oh, here's where the outhouses are. And I've, and I've hit a few in Washington, and they're kind of nice. Yeah. I just want to make sure that I have a camping spot. I want to be able to build a bonfire. I want to do stupid shit, like set up a log that we can throw hatchets at. Yeah. Like, you know, go for a trail hike or whatever. So... I do want to go camping. And I don't know much about Washington camping. Um, I know very little about Oregon. I was, we'll just say I was homeless one summer. And we did a lot of, um, I can't remember what the campsites are called, but I think they're called dispersed campsites where they're not like um, you know, a state park. They're not like some numbered campsite kind of a thing Mm -hmm. it's literally like a spot maybe there's a picnic bench there but there's usually nothing okay um a spot off the road somewhere sometimes down by the river and you pull in and you set up camp and i had a solar shower on the river and we we bought like a little porta potty thing from where did we go some big camping store is this one of those trailer hitch things trailer hitch things yeah where you put like a toilet seat on your trailer hitch no put a bag underneath it and you're good to go no this is like a 
Um, We're talking about the shitty parts of camping. <laughs> in case you haven't followed along. This was a container like a, a porta potty. Um, it's all plastic, and there's a, a lower section to catch what you're sitting on. Okay. And you sit on a toilet seat, and then there's like a lid that covers the whole thing. And probably about once a week, you gotta go take it and dump it somewhere. That sounds like a lot of work. It was, but again... It sounds like less work to dig a hole. We, we were homelessly living in campsites, and okay. it was much easier to sit on. I've also got a friend who doesn't do the whole thing. I had a friend once. And <laughs> finding bathrooms in some of the campsites are difficult, right? So she had one of those tiny little pop-up tents, two-person, four-person, whatever, little dome pop-up yeah. tents, and a bucket... And she'd take, like, an old camping chair and cut a hole out of the middle right. and put the bucket under it with a big black trash bag in it. Okay. And so you'd go into the you go into the bathroom in the dome. To, that was the bathroom tent. Oh, okay. So the chair was in that tent, nothing else. There was, like, a, a toilet paper roll, you know, and a lantern you could plug in or um, turn on when you went in there. She right. legit made her bathroom. I would do that. There we go. Oh, yeah. you when you went by. Did you hear me when I went by? Yeah, I heard you rev your engine. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I did it for you. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know much about Oregon, but I do know where some of those more motorcycles. It's a day for it. It's I a know. beautiful day for bike ride. I might just go back out. Yeah, we should. Oh, probably not. It's your birthday. I want to hang out with you. Yeah. But I mean, we got to edit some podcasts too. All right. But back to camping. Yeah. I grew up in California camping all through the Sierra Nevadas, all up uh, the 395, um, Kern County, um, all the way down south, down in um, how Big is it, Bear. How is it camping with palm trees and celebrities? <laughs> we go into the forest. We didn't camp. You'd only see the palm trees when you camped on the beach. Uh. But yeah, so my go-to spot when we were kids, uh, the first two weeks of August, every single year... We would head up the 395 on the back side of uh, Yosemite. Uh, there's a place called Twin Lakes, and okay. we, we would stay at Annette's Mono Village. Annette's Mono Village. Yeah, it's outside of Bridgeport off the 395. Yeah, it's getting really windy. I might need to Whoa. create a thing. And we would stop on the way up there at Shatt's Bakery. Shatt's Bakery? <laughs> it was like S-C-H, Shatt's. Right, right. Yeah. And we would get, like, jalapeno cheddar cheese bread. It was so good. That's usually where we'd stop for lunch. And this was, like, a parents rolled us out of bed at, like, 3 a.m. to hit the road. And it was, like, a 10-hour, 15-hour drive. I don't know. It was a long-ass drive. I think it was 10. And uh, I have so many memories of that campground. It was amazing. But it had a boat launch and lakes and there was a bar restaurant and there was a basketball court but then once you got out of the little fishing marina area and up into the campground area sites are numbered because like you look around in the giant trees and you see a number on a tree but it's not like a pad where you pull in and this is your designated site it's like i'm gonna make this my spot and i see a number here right um, and then you go down and tell them what number you're at. But there's definitely not an outlined site. Okay. Someday I'll take you there. But there were basketball courts. Way down. <laughs> way down by the lake. To entertain us kids. And you know what we did as teenagers on the basketball courts? Uh, 
I don't know if I want to no, know. No, that's where you went and hit on all the other teenagers. So it was like during the day, everyone was out on the lake, right? You're kneeboarding and wakeboarding and tubing on the river or on the lake. Um, in the mornings, people were fishing. And then you go back, you hang with the family, you do whatever bullshit there, have dinner. And then after dinner, all the fly fishermen would go out to the lake where the river inlet came in. And so we'd go watch all the men and the boys do their fly fishing while we sat on the shore. And then after that, you go back, you do your s'mores, play your dominoes, do all the family things again. After everyone goes to sleep, the kids go out. And that's when we would go hang out down by the basketball court and the 16 year olds were all like checking out the other 16 year olds. Or we would go do what we called bear hunting uh, because the California black bears were out and about and they'd always try and get into the trash cans. Right. And we would take our big flashlights and we'd tag them with our flashlight. I see you! And then run away because that was our bear hunting. <laughs> and we'd have to do it without getting caught by like all the rangers because there was like a curfew for kids. They didn't want the kids attacking and stirring up shit with the bears. So rangers would drive around. So you have to hide behind trees, like dodge the headlights of the ranger. Ah, <laughs> uh, that sounds like... It was so much fun. It sounds like it was a good time. I'm not going to lie. I have a lot like of memories. Was... We took some glow sticks out to... There's a big meadow. And so, again, everyone's sleeping. And this is the middle of the night. And we're at the campground in the in the playing like a glow stick tag in the meadow. It was so much fun. And it was like this campground had a big parking lot where if people were going to go backpacking up into uh, Yosemite, yeah. um, they would bring their like alpaca donkeys and they would bring their, I don't know, whatever other mules they would pack. I think technically alpacas and donkeys are two different Are animals. they? I don't know. They would bring some animals, load them up with sacks. Are they? <laughs> okay. And they'd go hike, like, the backside of Yosemite up to, like, what is it, Half Dome? I think uh -huh. that's what it's called up there. And this, this campground, you could go from Twin Lakes all the way up to Barney Lake. Oh, man. I got so many stories. Home videos. Someday I'll show you the home videos. Well, I know you did try to kill a deer barehanded. With, with carrots. Right. Yeah. So I do know some of the stories, and I've seen a couple of the pictures. I do have a picture of that one. <laughs> <laughs> the umbrella tried to fly away. There. So mine was a little different. In Wyoming, you'd drive, well, you know, when I was a kid, my dad would drive until he felt like it was time to take the truck off the road. <laughs> And that was just kind of like mountain man GPS. You're like, well, I think I can get my truck way up there in the hillside. <laughs> but in order to do that, I have to go off-road here. And then you drive off-road a long ways and then climb a hillside or climb a mountainside. Make sure you had a good truck. Right. Don't get stuck. Right. And then you keep driving and you navigate in areas where you probably shouldn't navigate with a vehicle <laughs> until you find a good, a good flat patch of land. Yeah. And, you know, when I grew up, I also took this on. And we would go up and we would drive off of the, the road or the dirt road or the gravel road, find a spot. A lot of times we'd rock crawl down into a spot or up <laughs> into a spot. And there was not numbers on trees or <laughs> basketball courts. There was a flat patch of land. 
and usually i mean like you usually want to have this near a river i was gonna say did you look for bodies of water and that's hard to do in certain parts of wyoming but it's easier to do when you're in the mountains of wyoming yeah so we'd find our flat patch somewhere near the body of water even if it was a little bit of a walk we'd set up our tents we'd build our campfire we'd do all of the things that you need to do to set up a campground from scratch yeah and like my dad was big on fishing so he'd go fishing or he'd go hunting i don't i don't generally partake in the act of killing the animals just personal preference i like eating animals <laughs> but if i don't have to kill it i'll let someone else do it see i'll go fishing i get bored yeah most people do i have yeah. lots of memories where my dad would make up stories mm -hmm. Like, him and my brother made up this whole conspiracy theory about how the squirrels were going to take over. Like, imagination running wild because you got nothing else to do. Right. So you're just sitting there coming up with conspiracy theories. Right. So after we'd get our campground set up, we'd, we'd just explore. We'd walk around or hike around, climb some mountains, go into some forest, make sure not to get lost somehow, <laughs> find cougar dens or... We would also go check out for bears. Sometimes it was more self-preservation. <laughs> so we knew if there was a den nearby, what we, what we should avoid. Or did you guys did you guys learn to, if you smacked pots and pans together, it would scare bears away? No, that wasn't a good idea in Wyoming. Yeah? Like, I think that just pissed them off. Well, I don't know. That's what we were taught when we were little. So my sister and I slept in the same tent, and she would keep a, a pan lid and a wooden spoon under her pillow. So if she thought there was a bear nearby, she could bang on it, totally like parent trap style. Oh, I don't think I'd take you camping that way, because I think you'd be doing that all the time. No! You've never seen me camping. Huh. I'm just fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we didn't we didn't have basketball courts. We just had <laughs> stuck on that basketball court, huh? Yeah, there was one time well, we probably shouldn't talk about Fred. We'll just we'll just I'll tell you off air or something. <laughs> all right, all right. Probably not podcast. <laughs> anyway. So we need to make some camping memories together. Yeah, I think so. I want to do some camping while we still have time. I know that at your birthday party, one of your guests was saying that she thinks it would be fun if she could take me out to some of the goth industrial stuff in Portland because mm -hmm. I haven't had the chance to do that so much and yeah. she's really into it and I dig that so like I guess that's not summer specific but, but an it's adventure still like to do getting out and about sort of thing I want to do yeah and then uh, I don't know like there are road trips I want to take I want to go up north and do some stuff up there. There's a highway that goes, is it 410, 405? It goes from like Tri-Cities to Olympia. Mm -hmm. And you get to drive a mountain pass. Mm -hmm. And you get to stop. There's some places to stop that are really nice. Some great views up there. Maybe some ghost tour type things. I definitely want to do some ghosty tour stuff. I enjoy true crime, and I enjoy the paranormal. Uh, however, it scares the bejesus out of me. I, like, want to experience something paranormal, but I'm going to scream like a little bitch at the same time. So I have this weird balance of, like, wanting to have the experience and running away from the experience. <laughs> gotcha. 
so a little bit of adrenaline rush uh, I mean I'd, I'd probably like hold on to you really tight and like hide in your shoulder I almost feel like some <laughs> of the that's fine I feel like some of the ghost toury type stuff that's advertised you know not just in the Pacific Northwest but all over I, I almost feel like because of the fact that there's so much living traffic that if there is such a thing as dead ghosty stuff that that energy is pretty much diluted yeah I think if you want real ghost action we need to find some seriously haunted ass old house <laughs> that's condemned that you're not allowed to go into we need to break into it <laughs> and stay the night yeah with just a flashlight yeah yeah <laughs> but no I, I do want to do some of the haunted stuff I think that would be fun because if nothing else the history lessons are really cool yeah well I don't even know if there's summertime things or if you know as we get into fall you know coming up on Halloween I just figure that they'll be so busy oh, at Halloween. that time I can't wait for you my love <laughs> not yet you gotta let my summertime roll through first no don't yeah watch me summertime watch me <laughs> so I mean I don't know how do you how do you pl we want to plan a camping trip yeah we kind of waited till the last minute usually we would be booking camping right now for next year right we were talking earlier June about setting up uh, an event mm -hmm. at a place nearby mm -hmm. which would be a great giant Holly event. Probably not going to get to that this year, but if we start making preparations now, yep. then next year we might have our own little Polypalooza type event. Polypalooza. I don't know. Some kind of festival revolving around polyamory. Yeah. Or ethical non-monogamy, however you want or to call it. Or consensual non-monogamy. Consensual non-monogamy. I do All like that. the names. Yeah, and I mean, if things... And that would be kind of a camping thing. Yeah, if things go right, like, we could make it an overnight thing, bring a tent. Yep. Yep. But otherwise, I definitely need to be around water. That's the thing. The downfall to some of these big campground places is the fire laws. Especially yeah. when it's fire season and people try to set the gorge on fire out here. That was an accident. Yeah, that was fireworks. It was improperly handled fireworks. Yes, and but because of stuff like that, they often come down in the campgrounds where they say you can't even have fires. So See, that's, that's one of the other things about Wyoming that I miss. Like, yeah. You're not gonna have to have a park ranger because you're out in the sticks. You're out in the middle of nowhere and no one even knows you're there. The downside of that is if a bear does get you <laughs> and eats your leg off and you need emergency medical service, you're not getting it because <laughs> your phone probably won't work and you'll die out there and it'll be months or years before you're found. Yeah. Which is good camping. <laughs> it's a good time. There are spots like that that I know of in Oregon. They're not super far off the road, but they're far off enough. You can kind of hide out. And again, I don't need that these days. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Again, indoor plumbing is pretty cool. <laughs> so, I don't know if I told you the story or not. Okay. Speaking of indoor plumbing. Uh-oh. Back in 99, when I was getting really into computers. 1999. 
Yes. <laughs> in my Amish paradise. Yes. <laughs> when I lived in Wyoming, and I was playing Magic the Gathering back mm -hmm. then, and uh, I would use the internet to learn how to magic better. Right. And one of the things that I used was IRC. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was IRC. The old the, like, chat program. Colored, you were a colored dot or something. Not ICQ. ICQ, that's what I was thinking of. No, not ICQ. That's where I had my first long distance relationship. <laughs> IRC was basically big chat rooms that are almost like DOS based. Except for you can change fonts and do all this stuff. <laughs> It was, it was primitive to today's standards. Right. So anyway, I was in some of my IRC chat rooms, and there was a guy in California mm -hmm. who we were going to trade. And what would happen was that, you know, like, we'd send cards through the mail. Right. And just hope for the best, <laughs> right? I, I don't... I think I just barely found eBay at this time, but I was still... Not sure about the eBay thing. Right. right. Or eBay wasn't around yet. I'm not sure. It was right around that time. It had to have been around. Anyway, irrelevant to the story. <laughs> so this guy, we're talking a bit. We're connecting. Like, we're talking about Magic the Gathering. And he's like, where are you from? And I'm like, I'm from Wyoming. And he's like, holy crap, they have internet in Wyoming? <laughs> True story. True story. I knew that I had a sucker on my hands. <laughs> And so I'm like, yeah, yeah, we just got it just like a year ago. It's really fantastic. <laughs> just start really pulling this feller's oh, leg. No. Like, like, and I'm just kind of going off. And he's like, what's it like over there? I was like, it's not bad. Like, you know, you just take your horse to work. You do your thing. <laughs> Every once in a while, you guys out of the state will drive one of those automobiles through. And he's like, oh, my God, that's really what it's like. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> Like there's like the other day I saw a guy walk into the fort in his military what? gear. Like he had his musket and everything. He was just protecting the fort. That was actually true. It yeah. wasn't a lie because we had frontier days back then, so it was kind of like cosplaying. Yeah. So I was using off of that what I saw. And uh like I had him convinced that we were still working on trying to get indoor plumbing. <laughs> like I was like, yeah, I took a vacation out of Wyoming once. Went over to, I don't remember where, and you guys actually use your shitter inside your house. <laughs> There's not like a separate outdoor... And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, like I didn't even have to go out back. I didn't have to walk or nothing. It was right there. <laughs> and he was just flipping his lid. He's like, no, there's. he believed every single bit of it, hook, line, and sinker. And I had him going for a couple of weeks. Walking out to the outhouse in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So it's funny what people's perception of other regions are. Yeah. I don't I don't know that that's totally related to camping, but it, it, it does. It was the indoor plumbing. Right. And it, and it is kind of an interesting thought, right? So a lot of people have this perception that Wyoming is like that. Yeah. And while, yes, I did have a job where I took a horse to work, <laughs> that was an exception, not a rule. Like, I had a car. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just it's just kind of fun to see. And it was fun to give him that shit. Yeah. That is funny. I mean, I think some of our assumptions on things are based off of something. Maybe the guy met someone years ago who was super country. 
and he jumped to some conclusions and made some assumptions, and that's what stuck with him. Well, it could be what's on television or in the movies, yeah. too. He only sees Wild West movies. <laughs> right. Every experience of Wyoming has some cowboy riding a horse. <laughs> oh, I just suddenly had a craving for chips and salsa, because Ooh. do you remember salsa commercials with like the cowboy around the fire pit Pace County. Yeah. made in New York City yeah. get a rope <laughs> no I don't remember those I don't know why that came to mind right now but I was like oh country equals chips and salsa <laughs> that's the weirdest connection that I've heard in a while <laughs> so strange my drink's about done yeah I'm gonna need a new one yeah so are we gonna are we gonna keep recording and you just talk while I go get a drink or are we pretty much done for now? Well, we could we could be done. Yeah. No, yeah. We oh we gotta recap. It's a week after my birthday. Oh okay. So I don't think we got to tell everybody my birthday stuff. Well, we did on typo. On typo. If they don't listen. Oh okay. Yeah, I guess there could be people that don't listen to both our podcasts. Yeah, I mean, typo is talk your poly off. And if you don't, what's wrong with you? <laughs> it's the other podcast we do. We give all our love to you. <laughs> this one is obviously where we bullshit and you guys see a little bit more of our personality, I suppose. Typo, or talk your poly off, is where we kind of talk more poly. We right. talk about our experience, try to give our tips and tricks and advice from what we've learned. We try to bring education to you. Yeah. Because we care. Because we care. And that's, I mean, so, like, that's, okay, that's hokey, that's cheesy, but, it's, but it's actually legit. Like, that's why we started doing podcasts in the first place, because we and people we've known have had to figure a lot of this stuff out without help. There are no resources. There are well, no... there are, but there's no, no, no I easy. mean, like, when we were starting out, like, yeah. nobody was talking about it. There's nobody on TV and polyamorous dynamics. Right. Today, it's there's more books being published on it. There's more counselors and coaches and therapists. All these things and resources are coming out now, but there wasn't back then. Right. So we're we're just trying to point you in the right direction. Share what we've learned over the decades of experience. Right, because no form of media, whether it's a book or a podcast, including anything that we do, yeah. no form of media is the be-all, end-all. Like, you're not going to pick up any book and say, this is a polyamory Bible. I don't care yep. what the book is. It's not the polyamory Bible. It's what those authors have experienced or learned or gathered and are providing to you. Yeah. There is no Bible. There is no one true way. Like, and I know that there's a book out there that people do refer to it as. Right. But every single bit of information you can get is just opportunity to learn more on your road yeah don't so, don't take someone else's experiences and say this is how mine has to be so even with our podcasts yep. take what you want out of it and then chuck the rest yeah and i mean we don't believe in scarcity of resources like right we're all about listening to all of the poly podcasts and yeah. join all the poly groups on facebook and Pick apart what you what works for you and, and what buy doesn't. all the books. Yeah, do all the things and just make your own opinion of it. So anyway, on our other podcast that comes out on Mondays, 
Yeah. We talked about my birthday. It was just my birthday last Friday on the 12th, my level up day. And I worked all day, so that was pretty boring. But then we went out to the Barrel Room in Portland, yep. watched some dueling pianos, had a fantastic time with uh, about 10 people, 10 of our friends. Saturday, I went and spent some time with some more friends on the river, took the kayaks out. And Saturday night, you and I just hung out at home for a quiet, chill night of Magic the Gathering. Right, we changed our plans yep. because of personal... <laughs> Because I was fucking tired. Well, and I was a little <laughs> tired, too. Like, we had all these great plans, but then it was just easier to do something a little more chill, and it was a great time. Yeah. So that's kind of the catch-up on my birthday. Oh, and then Sunday, we spent some time in the pool, and maybe, I can't remember, did we barbecue? I oh, think, I don't know. I think we had some wieners to barbecue. Poor Loki. Oh, not Loki-doki. <laughs> Loki's our wiener dog. Wiener dog. So yeah. yeah, it's just it's just a good time. We just had a good time with your birthday. Yeah. So here's to the next four years yep. of planning for the big four O. Yes. Four O. That's a lot. I know. It's so old. So old. I don't wanna grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. So many toys and toys, toys R Us for that me I can to play, play with. with. So we're going to do some poly camping before the summer's over. Yep. If you want to go with us, let us know. <laughs> Podcast at ilovepoly.org. All right. Let us know you're going with us. We're going to camp. We're going to drink. Yep. It's a thing. Probably won't even eat any vegetables. No vegetables. Maybe some spam. No. <laughs> See, okay, we were supposed to be done, but you... <laughs> You talk about spam like it was some California delicacy, like it was a treat. It okay. was a wonderful thing. Okay. No. I talk about spam was like we couldn't afford to eat, so we raided the pantry of our neighbor and stole their spam and ate it in secret, See, and we hated it. I think that's the thing. It's just the difference in how we grew up. I grew up in a household that was very healthy, and so we were constantly eating fish and chicken and salads and yummy but healthy things we didn't have top ramen and cup of noodles we couldn't afford the healthy things right that's what i'm saying it's the difference in how we grew up so when i had an ex show me how to make like fancy top ramen which was just ramen noodles mixed with fucking chili and cheese i was so ecstatic about it and spam came out when we went camping and you got it out of the fucking thing and you stuck it on the two skewer hot dog marshmallow stick over the fire and heated it up and then sliced it up like it was some fun snack. That is so weird. It was it was special. Like that was our uh, desperate to get meat <laughs> in my diet and this is my only alternative <laughs> is processed crap meat in some kind of weird meat jelly. Yeah. It's gross. Yeah. <laughs> so gross. And ramen, like, we didn't even have the chili and cheese to put into it. Like, <laughs> I, I remember as a kid, one of my favorite snacks, because we were broke. Yep. I'd take a ramen packet. I'd crush up the ramen. Mm -hmm. I'd open the packet. Now, it was, this is all inside the bag, right? Yeah. The little bag that the 20-cent ramen comes in. <laughs> you crush that up with your hands. And then you open the end. You fish out the packet. You open the packet. The you, seasoning. Yeah. Yeah. And you pour it back into the bag, 
You use your hand to close the one end that you open and you shake the hell out of that. Mm -hmm. And then you have a flavored chip type thing that you could just eat out of the bag. <laughs> and it's all crunchy and it tastes like beef or chicken or pork or oriental. <laughs> Which was one of the flavors. But, oh, so for that one, that also came with, like, a sesame packet. Oh, weird. Don't put that in there. Oh, no. You didn't want sesame oil in there because that just made a mess. Yeah, yeah that was my fancy ramen. <laughs> All right, well. Spam. Come on. Thanks for hanging out in the pool with us today. We look forward to splashing with you soon.